It was Mike White Day today. Mike White saved the Jets season, kind of. Mike White wrote episode five of his show, The White Lotus, season two, which we broke down on the Prestige TV podcast. Me and Mallory Rubin and Joanna Robinson. Go check it out after you listen to this podcast. This episode of the Bill Simmons podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash in every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card member. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. I have a new episode of the Rewatchables coming on Monday night. I'm going to tell you what it is. It's a classic 35th year anniversary. Planes, trains, and automobiles. I was waiting to do this until they released the Blu-ray that had all the deleted scenes. There's like 70 minutes of deleted footage that answers some questions in the movie. There's some unexplained things in this movie. It's an all-time classic. I love this movie. I can't wait for uh, to release the podcast Monday night, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, 35th anniversary. So that is happening. Coming up on this podcast, Cousin Sal and I are going to break down week 12 NFL on my dad's 75th birthday. My dad turned 75 today. He made it. Three quarters of a century. I'm going to have to have him on on Tuesday to talk about the, uh, the resurgent uh, winter Boston sports scene, Celtics, Bruins. He's like the one of the two people I know, eh, three people who still religiously watch regular season hockey. But anyway, happy birthday, dad. We'll have you in the pod on Tuesday. We'll talk about all this stuff. Right now, Sal's coming up first. Our good friends from Pearl Jam. <laughs> All right, it is 8.36 Pacific time. Just watched Eagles, Packers, Sunday night. Cousin Sal and I were going head-to-head in fantasy. It was a loser uh, town fantasy match. Christian uh, Watson on my team, 75-yarder, uh, and a touchdown in the last, like, seven minutes. Semi-garbage time. I knocked you out. You're done. I hope I win the title. I can vote you out. I can't wait. You were taunting me. I, I remember every mean thing you said, just for the record. 
Well, I, uh, listen, I'm going to turn it around and be very gracious and just say this. Uh, your team sucks, and you suck as a fantasy owner. You paid $15 for the Jets' defense. <laughs> you were bragging about it this morning before the game even started. Before anyone could find what channel that game was on, the Bears already had 10 points. You paid $5 for Christian Watson. Don't yeah. ever anyone confuse Bill Simmons with someone who knows what they're doing in fantasy because he does. He's not hasn't won a title since I've known him, and it will remain that way. First Christian of all, Watson. you're forgetting about my legendary 2007 title, which I, where I almost went undefeated. <laughs> I didn't Granted, know it was you 15 then. years ago. <laughs> yeah, 2007. You made fun of me for paying $15 for the Jets defense, but we're... Yeah, it was terrible. It's atrocious. It's like $10 yeah, I, more than anyone would ever pay for a defense. Yeah, but I still have like $11 left. At some point, you just lose the money <laughs> if you don't spend Listen, it. We have one more week in this season. If you buy a single White Castle restaurant for... $300 million and it ends up turning a profit. You can't be like, oh, look, look what I did. Come on. What was that analogy? I don't know. I, I, I don't I'm just so mad. I'm mad about the Christian Watson thing. I'm mad. I'm angry. I'm upset. Well, we went into because it. Because CBS, I, the stupid CBS site has the it has the percentages and I'm like, it's 68%, 91%, 92%. I'm like, all I am is a missed tackle away from losing this. Oh, yeah. whatever. Nobody cares about this fantasy stuff. I But we do care about the stupid percentages that they're always wrong on. The guru. The guru yeah. on CBS never seems to have any idea of what actually might yeah. happen. He or she needs to retire already. Well, Green Bay and Philly was interesting because, for a couple reasons, one is the Eagles rushed for, what, the most yards since 1948? That seems relevant. Yep. It's like 365 yeah, so. yards or something. What was the final it's, number? Uh, 364 and 301 was from Hertz and Sanders alone. It was uh, Oh, my was God. Disgusting. I mean, he had 125 rushing and passing at half, which I don't remember seeing in a quarterback. So that was their resume for when it gets colder when you're going to not be able to just run around and have these like, you know, pass and run type games and you actually have to just play smash mouth. We can do that. Yeah. I was stunned by how bad the Packers were though. With like, like Collinsworth was pointing it out, like the way they were rushing hurts. We have the blueprint from last week. where just mm -hmm. kind of keep people in front of him, make sure he doesn't scramble and just kind of wait him out. And instead they're like flying at him. And he's like, cool. He just kept running by them. I was embarrassed for the Packers. It wasn't the worst coaching performance of the week, but it was right up there. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, Rodgers was hurt. I'm going to give him a pass there because he looked, and I guess it's an oblique issue, but, like, it was getting to a point where every time he dropped back or after every play, he was, like, looking down. It looked like me the last seven minutes of every Southwest Airlines flight, like, trying not <laughs> to vomit. He's just, like, staring at the ground, staring, and finally he took himself out of the game and, you know, Collinsworth and Tarico, like before, like he throws a good pass, like oh, that, and that's the Aaron Rodgers we know and love. And then it's like this Jordan Love can throw the ball. We saw him in training camp. Like <laughs> I don't, you don't have to pick a side, but <laughs> have to get crazy over everything. Collinsworth was deranged tonight because he had the <laughs> Rodgers thing. He was treating like it was Rocky fighting uh, Apollo in the 15th round. Oh, Aaron yeah. Rodgers, he just, he can, oh my God, Mike, he can barely, he's got like a straight no week. He was acting like his like vertebrae had been knocked out of his body. And then Jordan Love came in and threw three nice passes. 
Mm-hmm. And Collins was like, this is the Jordan love. <laughs> and then he missed a wide open guy in the end zone. Missed another Can I guy. say, and it's going to sound like we don't like him. I love Collinsworth. I love right. him too. His, his insight with the whole thing, like with the, yes, they're rushing too wide and that it allows Hurts to step up. It's like, oh, now you're going to look at the game differently, the, the rest of the, the game. But he really does sound like he's been woken up at 530 in the morning by the children <laughs> on Christmas. And it's like, oh, kids, come on, just let me sleep another 25 <laughs> minutes. Oh, those gifts are going to be wrapped and when we wake up at 7. Oh, leave me alone. Let me be with the wife for a minute. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> he's just, oh, uh, uh, um, But we love I, him. We do love him. We do love him. But I got to say, it was a big misfire by those guys. They were making it seem like, could this be it for Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? Mm. Is it Jordan Love time? Rogers just signed this massive contract that yeah. there's kind of no way out of. And I don't know right. how he's not the starter for at least next season. But I, I I just didn't understand that. They were making it seem like this was like the last dance for Aaron Rodgers. It's like, guess what? He's going to be the quarterback next year. He's there Unless as long he as he wants to be. Yes, yeah. as long as he wants to be. And that's kind of how it always has been. So, you know, we might see Jordan Love against... Um, uh, who was it? Uh, Nathan Peterman next week on the Bears. So you might get right. used to that, but it's only because this oblique issue, which is obviously, um, you know, putting him in pain. Well, if you're Rodgers, next week they play the Bears. You're like 92 in one lifetime against the Bears. Like, do you even risk it? You own the Bears. No. Like you have a Super Bowl and you own yes. the Bears. Those are the two things you have. Yeah. And you, and you, repeatedly remind them that you own them. And so yeah. they're going to go after you a little extra hard. So yeah, maybe sit this one out. I mean, they have eight losses now. They're not going to make the playoffs. So you could be, you could yeah. be picky about where you're going to start the rest of the way. I think they're a cross-off team, right? Like we can officially send them packing. They have some tough games ahead. Maybe the Bears aren't one of them, but they would have to run the table to go nine and eight. And I don't even know if that does it because we're going to talk about some other teams that just don't lose like the Washington Commanders. Good right. Lord. So they're four and eight at Chicago by Rams. So they could win those two. That would be I six guess so. and eight. Yeah, but then it could, at Miami, some, all right, home Minnesota, home mm-hmm. Detroit. Mm. The, all right. the problem for them, I don't see any scenario where ten and seven is in the cutoff now in the NFC because of what Washington's doing. Washington's up to seven and five. If the season yeah. ends today, they'd be the seventh playoff team. So don't you think ten wins takes it now? I do. I think, you know, going into the year, what do we think? Oh, nine and eight for the NFC, 11 and six for the AFC. But now it might be, might be different. Like the Chargers might get in at nine and eight. And the, the, like you said, Washington could be the seventh seed at 10 and seven. Yeah. I think that's a good, it's a good breakdown. I think we said it was going to be nine and eight in the NFC and that the NFC South team was going to go six and 11. I think we're at two predict. No, no, we get there. That. but that's, that's actually <laughs> what's going to happen. The NFC South. You're Campus so mad at the Bucks. You're so mad at them today. Well, I, that w- I actually had like a decent betting day in yeah. real life, and Tampa was one of the ones. It was seventeen ten for an hour, mm-hmm. and they just. I, do you want to talk about that game now? I, we, I guess we do. Uh, well, hold on to that because the Eagles right. Packers. Do you feel differently about the Eagles after that game, or do you feel the same? I still think they're beatable and they're going to have games like, um, you know, they did at Washington, home against Washington and what they did you know, last week against the Colts. I think they're somewhere in between there and what we saw tonight. They should not be able to run for 360 yards. I mean, that was just too easy against yeah. a banged up Packers defense or just kind of quit on the run game at least. So, um, but yeah, they're going to win 13, 14 games and they're going to be a one seed and um, and be a, definitely a tough out. But yeah, I, you know, that we'll, we'll throw the Niners in there and, 
my Cowboys are going to be a tough and and there's going to be I, I still don't count the Vikings who are going to end up with 13 14 wins. Oh either. my god, fucking Michael Myers. We'll talk about that <laughs> later. I think Hurts so we got 6 weeks left and I think Hurts now has cemented himself as a legitimate MVP threat after that game. That checked a lot of boxes, right? He was awesome. Sure. It was a Sunday night game. Yeah. Statistically, he's going to move into some pretty interesting stratospheres with the run mm-hmm. stats, the pass stats, the pass versus interceptions. They have a chance to go, what, 15 and two, 14 and three. Yep. Something like that. It wasn't like Mahomes like uh, set the world on fire today. Mahomes is still going to be the favorite, but he's he almost at least set lingering. his team on fire. If they, they had anything on the other side of the Rams, they would have been in a, they would have been in trouble. Um, yeah. That was not covering, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for MVP odds. I don't have them just yet, but I'm sure to, within the hour it'll come up. So with the with the uh, Eagles, they have Tennessee next week, at mm-hmm. Giants, at Chicago, at Dallas, Saints, Giants. That's how they end. That that feels like fourteen and three, fifteen and two to me. Yeah, one or two more losses, I would say. Yeah, yeah, and then right in there, and then Green Bay's a wrap. I really, I I'm gonna say something nice about Philly fans. So c- cover your ears. I All think right. they do a really good job. They're, you know, I really respect. The the old did someone threaten you? Just blink twice if there's a Philly fan with a no. Listen, with a cheesesteak to your head. This hurts me to even talk about this, but I do think there's a knowledge with their in the crowd fan base. That's like when Jair Alexander they thought he faked the injury and then they booed him when he came back on the field and chanted Uh asshole at him. You're not getting that in an LA (laughs) Chargers game. Okay. I mean, you could give them credit, but they are just looking to boo at any any instance they can. <laughs> it's like, well, what can we boo at? Uh, the guy, he seems to be faking it. Oh, <laughs> get out of here, your mother says. You know, yeah, it might be a little of that, but they are knowledgeable for sure. That's a good atmosphere. <laughs> That's going to be a tough one Yeah, for uh, round two, round three. By the way, I should mention, I am sick for the third time in like five what? and a half weeks with the what third happened? different cold that I've had. And much like Aaron Rodgers with the oblique today, I'm fighting through it, but I might cough a couple of times, but it's not COVID. (laughs) Some I've been sick three times without COVID. I would have rather just had COVID. Um, Who's your, um, who's your Jordan love is that should nephew Kyle, do you want to go to the locker room for a minute? Nephew Kyle and I could talk about, um, you know, the dolphins and Texans. It's, it's Jordan house. It's Jordan loves wings. (laughs) Um, Philly's 10 and one Minnesota is nine and two and Dallas is eight and three. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just don't see any scenario where Philly doesn't get the one seed now unless somebody gets hurt. I'm with you. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's too many wins ahead, and then, I think, at this point. And I also just hate the Vikings, and we're going to get to their lines and everything in the second. Oh, but my God. They're disrespected, and they should be. And you ought to be ashamed of yourself for many reasons, but the Patriots losing, just giving up. But first of all, that guy's afraid of the dark. Cousin sought out therapy. He's, now he's no longer, he could, he's wetting himself in these primetime games. And you go out there and you make him look like a, he belongs right in Canton, uh, right there. What was he, 300 yards, 30 for 37? Disgusting. What's wrong with your defense? I had got crushed in a variety of ways on Thursday night, including um, it was Thanksgiving. I was with nephew Kyle and my family. I really thought the Pats were going to show up. Mm-hmm. And this has been the whole season. Unforced errors, dumb penalties at the worst time. They gave... They gave Minnesota, I think it was five first downs on penalties. Just over and over again. Like, stupid little stuff that matters, right? It's third and 12. We're going to get the ball back. Up, Judon's offsides. Now it's third and seven. Double Jefferson. Up, where'd he go? Oh, he got a 30-yarder. 
and like running into the punter after you just get a big stop when the punter's sticking his leg out, dying to get run into. It's just this very unbelichick team. I got to say, like all year, these, mm. these games that felt like they could have been wins, that they leave them on the table. That Jets-Pats game last week was another one. The punt return saved them from this overtime scenario that would have been pretty scary. But they're six and five, and they should be. The Chargers are six and five. The Bengals are the team that I think has ascended. I think that's a really good team, that Bengals team. They started out slow for whatever reason. But that yeah. Tennessee win, I watched that whole game today. That was to do that without Chase. They got a little luck. They got a field goal, a missed field goal from the Tennessee guy at one point. But uh, I just don't think the Pats are in the class of those teams. They're the well, good, yeah. bad team, right? They, they're the good, bad team in the AFC. I don't know who it is in the NFC, but I think it's the well, Pats. Well, yeah, uh, it's uh, no no surprise to me that you didn't mention Mac Jones since you were so wrong about him. I mean, you apologize Mac to the was world good. about Mac Jones. He's good. Mac was he really good. good. He's he was fine. Really good. He's good enough. He's good enough. I've been saying it for, for weeks, and uh, you could compete with him, but if you go six and six, you had your buy yet? You did, right? Yeah, you had your buy. Yeah, so that would be six and six. You play Thursday night. It's brutal, though. We had we had to have that Minnesota game because next week Buffalo Thursday night. Yeah, at Arizona, which should be which I think should be a win. At Las Vegas, who the hell knows? Mm -hmm. Cincinnati home, Miami home. Ugh. At at Buffalo week eighteen, which and initially was like, oh, Buffalo have everything wrapped up. They don't even play their starters. That could be Buffalo, like trying to, you know, either playing for the AFC East or playing for a five yeah. seed. That game's going to matter. So I don't see Let a me ask you this. to 10 and seven. I, I think you're right. I didn't even know it was that bad. But those are so, so, those teams are so screwy that you have to lose one of them Cardinals or Raiders. You almost have to lose one. I know. To have those two net yeah. back to back, it's like the, uh, they're like a wrestling tag team that does yeah. weird shit and throws salt in your eyes. And yeah. we, we should beat Arizona, Belichick versus Kingsbury. But that's the thing. It's not a Belichick team. Like they, the Belichick teams in the past, the special teams touchdown. Granted, the guy was held. Mm -hmm. They held Duggar during the return, but that was a huge. That was like a, you know, yeah. a eleven point swing where Henry almost gets a touchdown, then he doesn't. Then all of a sudden, there's a kick return. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I was pretty. I was pretty disappointed because I do think this Pat's team's talented, and they're just yeah like, for sure. I don't know. They're just kind of a little rough shot. I thought like the Pats a little underrated, Vikings still overrated, even though everyone knows they're a fraud, but they're nine and two. I thought this was going to be where you, you smack them up a little bit and, you know, Belichick on three day. You thought at least they would come prepared. I also had I an adjusted, I had the uh, adjusted under, which wasn't even close to hitting. So that's oh my God. Too. Yeah. I was yeah, like, the 58, kick return wasn't open. 58 and a half, and it went 59. Disgusting. I'm going to say something nice about Cousins. I thought he made some big throws in that game. I sure. thought we pressured him. And I thought, for the most part, the whole primetime Cousins thing, we kept waiting for it. And Kyle and I were like, throw us one, Kirk. Mm -hmm. And it's just like in the second half, he just didn't. He made good plays. And I thought he was, he uh, he kind of took over the game a little bit. It was tough because we shut down Dalvin Cook. Um, that was probably the most competitive of the three Thanksgiving games. Your team... Whatever. He, you, Doesn't you it never... suck having a game on Thanksgiving? I don't love it. I would love a break from it. Right. Like, even, I know. Uh, you know, even though we were up 15, the Cowboys with, with like a minute and a half left. Yeah, you I, I still, I just can't take it. It's, it's, it's agonizing. And I'm just like, um, coughing up all the, you know, the turkey and, and cranberry that I ate, uh, within the last hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that game is going like right when everybody starts eating, which is part right. of the problem. The Giants, 
they duct taped it for about eight weeks there. And now it's it's like, okay, you're going to do the naked bootleg with Dana Jones. And, oh, here's yeah. the play where you run Saquon into eight guys. I, I, it just feels like they've kind of flamed out. They've been supplanted by Washington. Mm-hmm. I think Washington is, I don't want to say they're for real and like a Super Bowl contender, but I do think they're a legitimate like top seven team in the NFC. Like they get stops. They have a knack for making plays in the last three minutes of these games. They have a couple guys, a couple skill position guys. I think Robinson was excellent today against Atlanta. McLaurin can make some plays. I, yeah. I think they're not bad. They're weak spots, Heineke. I don't think Brian Robinson will break down. He had over 100 yards today. Did, didn't, you know, not 30 ca- uh, touches either. Yeah. Heineke, two touchdowns, and they're doing it all. Chase isn't even back on the field, right? So this could, this could get real ugly for teams. That's a tough team to beat, like in January. That doesn't that seem like a team that goes on the road and and wins one and then plays the second one tight, you know? I mean, yeah. they already beat Philly, so why not? Yeah, I like them because they, they definitely have an identity. And mm-hmm. I don't know when it developed, but you could feel it the last few weeks. Like they they like these close games. They know they can run the ball. Robinson's a really interesting player because he kind of reminds me of Eric Dickerson. I know he's mm-hmm. not Eric Dickerson, but He's he's totally upright. Usually, you see yep. these running backs and they're a little crouched and they're like trying to figure out how. To, and he's just like this upright. He's almost like a sprinter. Yeah. And he just kind of cuts through and he figures out how to navigate. I think Gibson's good too. I like that team. Heineke's the weak spot, but they play hard for him. They can't bring back Wentz. I think that ship has probably sailed. Yeah, and that's enough of that. They play the Giants this week too, so that'll you know we'll we'll know a lot there. And yeah, they're they, they're they're the team's an embarrassment too. The the front office it really is crazy. The Sean Taylor thing today uh, with the memorial where he's wearing Reebok and, and Nike and Adidas and he's got wire arms. Like what a, why even put that out there? No, I they're know. like I an HBO show. Yeah, it's like almost asking for trouble, Dan Snyder. Like purposely doing this stuff, I think. You might be right. They're at Giants next week, bye week, then home for the Giants or their next three. So they could be mm-hmm. nine and five in the span of uh, a couple weeks. Let's let's take a break. I want to talk about that Cleveland-Tampa Bay game because I'm still mad. This episode is brought to you by Taco Bell. If you're anything like me during a busy day at work, I need lunch that is just as fresh as it is delicious and easy. And the all-new Cantina Chicken Menu from Taco Bell is exactly that, made with high-quality ingredients like seasoned slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, shredded purple cabbage, and avocado verde salsa sauce. The new cantina chicken tacos burrito and quesadilla are the perfect daytime choice try the new cantina chicken menu at taco bell now this episode is brought to you by verbo you know it is already stressful enough to deal with airports delayed flights bad weather you want your actual where you're staying experience to be perfect to be lights out you don't want to have to worry about anything when you book a vacation rental you want to know exactly what you're paying ahead of time The stress of getting hit with unexpected cleaning fees after your stay. That can immediately cancel out all the great time you just spent unwinding. Thankfully, when you book with Verbo, you can see the total price upfront. There are no unpleasant surprises and the savings do not stop there, my friends. When you book with Verbo, you earn 2% cash back toward your next vacation through the One Key Rewards program, letting your money do the work for you while you've got your feet up. So while other vacation rentals can feel like a roll of the dice, relax knowing you booked a Verbo. Book your next private vacation rental in the Verbo app. All right, the stupid Tampa Bay team. I think mm. I've been on the wrong side of them probably five times now. I don't know how I'm doing it. 
over and over again. I've been on the wrong side of whoever. But today with Tampa, it's 17 to 10 for like an hour. Mm-hmm. At one point, they have the ball. It's like 12 minutes left. It's fourth and two on the Cleveland 37. And they're like, this is great. They, they can run for five yards against this. Cleveland is the worst run defense in the league. Just run the ball, whatever. They take a delay a game. It's like, that's right. weird. And then they punt it in the end zone. And that was that that was what they did with a seven point lead. It's just like, go for it. You can go up ten against Jacoby Brissett with ten minutes mm-hmm. left. What are you guys doing? Go for the kill. They uh they had a three and out. They had that fourth and two. They had another three and out. They had a three and out in the final three minutes. They get the ball back with like under three minutes left. Chance one first down, game's over. They can't even get that. They let the Browns come back down, fourth and ten. The Joku catches that he doesn't Odell in the back of the end zone overtime. They go six plays for 18 yards punt. Cleveland stop, get the ball back, six plays for 16 yards punt. You can't punt twice in overtime. They punted twice in overtime. So bad. It really is. This team's five and six, and everybody's thinking, oh no, well, this will be the team. You know, these will be the guys that make the uh, win the AFC South. Sal, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. Or the NFC South. Kyle, nah, turn the stop cam- with Carolina. Kyle, turn the camera on. Turn uh, the camera on, Kyle. Turn on. No, don't listen to the South. Turn on. Turn on the camera. <laughs> we say turn goodbye to Carolina. You crossed them off. No, I've uncrossed them. <laughs> they're four and eight. They're, they're, uh, listen to their rest of the way. They're at Seattle, who, mm-hmm. Seattle has no pass rush anymore. You just get to stand back and, and run around for nine seconds against them. Then home That'll Pittsburgh. be fine against Sam Darnold, but go ahead. Yeah, keep going. Sam Darnold was good today. <laughs> home Pittsburgh, home Detroit, at Tampa, home New Orleans. Dennis yeah. Allen will probably be fired a minute after that game. I don't know. I think 8-9 is going to win this division. And if they win that Tampa game, could they go 4-1 four and, four and one the rest of the way? It's conceivable. I guess. And they're a physical team. They really are. I, like, I wouldn't yeah. want to play them week to week. But... Uh, not gonna, you know, go back, Darnold. Go backwards, though. Remember that first week, Cleveland, uh, that Cade York made a 59 sure. yarder to beat him. He Second make week against the Giants, yeah. they completely mm-hmm. fucked that game up. The uh, Atlanta, first Atlanta game, DJ Moore takes his helmet off when they're about to win. Yeah, I don't know, man. They're better yeah, than what a losers do. Team. Losers do. They, they lose weird games, they have weird endings. But I, I, so you're asking Sam Darnold to put together like three straight wins at some point. That's what yeah. you do. That's what I'm doing. That's right. what I'm doing. I you're think they mad. like this. You're mad at Brady. Yeah. Listen, I, wow. I think you're looking at this the wrong way. We need to embrace this. This is really like we want them to be the fourth seed. That'll be so. You know how much he'll be overvalued spread wise. Well, he's overvalued, Tom Brady. Today. Yeah. Well, so let, we're always looking for a playoff team to root against. If they're a four seed, maybe Washington's a five seed. Maybe Dallas is my, uh, the five seed. Will be. Oh, they'll be. They'll. You know. You'll have to get. You'll get points. That's our pick. Come on. Well, here's the Oops, irony today. They fucked that game up so badly that it goes in overtime. And then the right tackle gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Right? Worse. He's probably out. They said the x-rays were negative. Who knows? But he's going to be out for a few weeks. Yeah. So instead of just putting the game away in regulation, being six and five, you lose in overtime. You're five and six. And you lose your right tackle. And then the other thing, Kyle, don't listen to this part. Is, there, Kyle, is the camera Kyle, still on? Kyle, turn the camera off and turn oh, your turn it sideways. Off. Kyle, turn it like face the ceiling. Yeah, Brady, Brady was bad in that game <laughs> today. Like Brady looked old. 
Yeah. He was sailing balls over people's head. He missed, I would say, eight wide open guys in that game. Mm -hmm. He missed throws that he would make in his sleep. 10 the years ones ago. that are blocked at the line of scrimmage are the ones that concern me. Not that I care, but that, that right. Those are the ones like, oh my god, in a crossing pattern, he should get that. That's a six yard throw. Why is it anyone getting their mitts on it? If Very he was strange. even, if he was even a C plus in that game, mm -hmm. they win easily. He met, and then the other guy. And I don't know if he's hurt or what's going on, but Mike Evans looks like he's like semi-washed up. Listen, these are you guys I started against you. I had Brady yeah, I and Evans. I, it was disgusting. If, if, if they do anything like you said, I would have beaten you by 15 points. But yeah, that was a bad game to watch. Really there was bad. one the, play in overtime where he threw a long pass to Evans, which of course he sailed a little too long like he did the entire game. Mm -hmm. And it felt like Evans could have dove for it and Evans just kind of stopped. Right. And it was like, what are you guys, what are you doing? This is a close game. Like, why don't you lay off for that? Browns, today? Also, they're just giving you the game. They really are. They're like, yeah. first of all, they're a disaster. There was a skunk in the stadium in the beginning, right? And right. There was, uh, and there were tire tracks that vandalized the field. It's like, it's like Biff's world and back to the future. Just get <laughs> in and get out. They're, you know, they're giving you the win. They're done. And now, uh, you know, they're giving Watson a losing team. And um and somehow they pulled it out because Tampa and you didn't even I mean the coaching I think that was the worst coaching. Well, we got, I want to get right? to the coaching. Yeah, the coaching, yeah. the Bulls Leftwich combo is really something. And every time they cut to Bulls, he looks like he's watching his car get towed. I, I haven't yeah. seen him do anything on the sidelines. If you do, if you search Leftwich on Twitter during these games, the Bucks fans are having a stroke mm -hmm. about how predictable the play calling is and the sequencing. It's. It's really bad. Like they, I think Brady threw for five yards per pass attempt today. Mm. Um, they ran the ball pretty well. They were 20 for 96, but Browns had more first downs. And I, I, I don't think that's a division champion. And I, I'm going to look at it the other way, Sal. I don't know who's going to win that division, but I think it's setting us up. Remember that year when the NFC West was horrible and Seattle was around one home fa home underdog against, yeah, New, against Orleans. New Orleans. They were like sure. nine sure. point underdogs at home. Baseball. And we're like, oh my God, this is the stupidest thing ever. And then Seattle mm -hmm. wins. Oh, really? We're, we're we're getting set up for one of the great nobody believes in us round one NFC South, a home game where somebody is six point underdogs. I that's where I feel this is going. Uh, and and I'm not. looking at I'm looking at I hope not because my team's the five seed. So I really hope not. Well you tell me who you like. Tampa's five and six. Atlanta's mm -hmm. five and seven. New Orleans is four and eight. Dennis Allen, I think, is is officially reviled by the Saints fan base now. And right. then Carolina's four and eight. Out of those four teams, who's playing the best right now? You might actually say Carolina. Yeah, sure. But it might by be default. different in three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it might be different. I don't know. Some yeah. something weird's gonna happen out of that. But that whoever wins that stupid division might end up playing your team in round one. Yes, that's why we're going to, let's just hope for that. And then I'll, I'll pick a new team. I'll pick a new favorite team if the Cowboys lose to this Buck squad again. Well, that would be what, it, with the, uh, that's it. That would be what Fox would want. Um, yeah. I have my season from hell rankings for you. <laughs> Let me give you my top four. Tampa okay. ranked third. Tampa had the Brady soap opera all year. They mm. had, the the coaching bizarre coaching thing where Bruce Arians decides at the end mm -hmm. of March he's just going to move up in the front office. They've had injuries galore. Their body language is bizarre. They were talking on the broadcast today where somebody was like, you know, when we got that game winning 
touchdown against the Rams, it was Cameron Brake was telling the announcers, you know, when we had got that touchdown against the Rams, you just felt like that was a pivotal moment for our season. <laughs> that we're going to remember. It's like, A, the Rams suck. B, you're about to lose to the Browns in OT. So I have them third. I have Arizona fourth. They're four and eight. They have this Kyler Murray contract that I'm guessing they would probably do over. Mm -hmm. They're on Hard Knocks. My son and I watched the last Hard Knocks. Are you watching them on Hard Knocks? It's actually I haven't pretty watched. good. How long have I missed? Have I missed three already now? Is it three yeah, it's of pretty them? good. I'll tell yeah. you this. I don't have a lot of faith in Cliff Kingsbury after the Hard Knocks episodes I've watched. <laughs> I don't I don't really see a, a future for him as an NFL coach. It's really, really rough. He seems like a good hang, but it's this last episode, pretty rough. Anyway, I have them fourth. Number two, the three and eight Rams, who I think now are the second worst team in the league, right? Mm -hmm. Houston's worst, they're second worst. Or would you have Denver? I I don't know. I mean, I had your Panthers last week, so I don't I'm not sure. It's the second worst, De Denver, because they can't score 20 points. Denver. Did you see that stat? They have the lowest points per game in like 20 years. Denver. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. that so? That's your number one, or the Packers? Yeah, that, out of this so list? no, Denver's my number one. The Rams, no first round pick. It's going yeah. to Detroit. Stafford looks like he's broken down now. Right. Denver, no pick either. Oh, you got to replace oh. the Packers. You trade with Tampa Bay. Trade the Bays there because Tampa's in first place, and this is still exactly what Brady wanted. Like he, he knew it. He yeah, you're right. Green Bay did South. have a yeah. So yeah. I'll put Tampa fifth. You're right. Green Bay should yeah. be third. Yeah. The Rams. The other thing with the Rams. They're getting crushed in these games now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be really interested to see what happens with the Rams, quote unquote, fans in mm -hmm. the season ticket stuff next year and stuff like that. Because this is like right around the renewal time, right? It's like, sure. oh, do you want to renew your Rams tickets? And you're thinking, well, wait a second. They're three and eight. Matthew Stafford is basically a, a zombie at this point. Yeah. Uh, they have no first round pick. Their cap mm -hmm. is in hell. Every time I go to a game, it's 70% fans of the other teams. You know what? I think I'm not going to renew my tickets. <laughs> I so, tried to sell six of the tickets already this year. Right. They, even when they were good, I tried to sell them and couldn't get anything for them. Um, let's, yeah, my, do uh, let's, my dog walker went to three games. Yeah. My the gardener Fox, went to two. <laughs> Fox Network doesn't even believe in them. They did a big Thanksgiving campaign for the Rams Chiefs and didn't mention the Rams once. It was right. Greg Olson and Aaron Andrews in a huddle talking about this game and it was just about Pat how great Pat Patrick Mahomes was. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that should be a good indication. So I have them too. I think the clear number one is Denver. Mm -hmm. Denver's three and nine. They have no pick. Their best player, Javante Williams, tore his ACL. Their coach sucks. They have to, they're going to have to fire him and get another coach, right? He's, he, yeah. he was one of the worst coaching hires we've had in a while. And the Wilson trade is one of the worst trades not only it. not only in yeah. recent football history, it's one of the worst trades in the 21st century in sports. Like that guy looks like he's forgotten. It's like Darren Williams when he mm. started to get bad near the end with the Nets, but worse. And I asked my buddy Gus, you know, Gus Ramsey, sure. Denver, diehard Denver fan. I'm like, What's he saying? I'm like, is this the worst Broncos season ever? Like it has to be, right? And he said it was either this one or the second McDaniels season when they fired McDaniels midway through. The difference is they don't have a pick this year. They don't right. have an out with Wilson until after 2026. Like no. they can't even yeah. cut him. They can't do anything. Yeah, so, it's bad. I and think the this team is doesn't rock like bottom. The, they, they don't want to fly with them. They're yelling at him on the sidelines. Everybody's, you know, they, they get it with Russell Wilson already. And he can't throw the football. And this coach is a disaster too. You're right. I mean, it's just, it's all come together with them and the no pick. Yeah, they're number one, no question. 
Gus was saying how bad they were. And they, I went and looked at their pro football because he was like, the AFL, they were bad the whole time. I went back and looked. They never made the playoffs in the AFL. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really, when they made the Super Bowl and lost to your guys in 77, mm-hmm. um, that was like kind of their first moment. But then after that, they were relevant pretty much all the way through. They would have like a couple off years, but then they have Elway basically for 16 years. Yeah. Going to the 2000s, they kept having these little mini runs. They ended up winning another Super Bowl in 2013. Yeah. But for the most part, they were always, they were always relevant or they always had something going. This is the first time you can look at them and go, you guys have nothing going. You're in a quarterback, you're in a uh, division with Herbert and Mahomes. You're just fucked for the yep. next five, six years. You have no first round pick. You have new owners that they have to be like, holy shit, did we buy a lemon? I mean, I know they just want to get in the league, but you can't think of a, this would be the number one worst team you'd probably want to buy from a talent standpoint. But so anyway, they have to be number one. So we can I'm not sure. What, what, yeah, we agree. And I don't know. I, I could see Elway ba- bowing out soon. I mean, how many quarterbacks is he going to go through? Right. If this didn't work. And like you said, it's going to be another six or seven years probably before they can get back on the map somehow. It's crazy. They've been relevant pretty much our entire life since we've yeah. been following football in the mid 70s. And mm-hmm. they're not going to be relevant for a long, long time. So um, one other subplot I had for you. We had two teams go for two and the win. Yeah. And they got it. And both times in the moment, I felt like it was the right move. Sometimes yeah, I, I did don't. Too. But in the moment, especially Jacksonville, like they had momentum. There was something happening. It was like, yeah, go for it. You don't want to face Baltimore, like Tucker, like just go for the kill. The Chargers one was a little different just because they don't really have like, uh, you know, Eckler's tiny. But that Arizona defense, it just seems like they were moving the ball on them that whole last drive. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Well, so I, that's I was, exactly I was I down was like. for both. And you always have momentum, right? So that that's the big that's the big plus in your decision to go for two. You want to consider analytics and everything else, 62%, yeah. 44 depends on the horses. If you're, if your top running back is injured, of course it's different uh, to go for it. Then if, uh, then, then if he's healthy, you know, if you have Derrick Henry or whatever, but yeah, I thought that was gr- great. I mean, it went that, I mean, really just strikes down the field for Trevor Lawrence, just everything yeah. one after the other. And then a great catch by Marvin Jones, keeping his feet in. And then Zay Jones, who had a ton of catches. But I thought, I have to say, the director of that game should win an Emmy for the way they covered the Justin Tucker field goal attempt because they framed out the end zone and all you saw was the ball rising and rising and rising. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to make it from 79 yards. Who cares? And then then you widen out and you say, oh yeah, no, it was was short. It was about four yards short. But that was a great, great moment. Um, But kudos to... uh, the directing uh, for CBS, I guess it was, right? Totally agree. Great point. And we have Vince McMahon to thank for that because if it wasn't the XFL with the cameras on the field, yeah. we would never have that cool shot of, I mean, maybe they would have come up with it. I don't know. <laughs> but the uh, the Baltimore one, they've blown three double-digit fourth quarter leads this year, which is tied for the record. I think all four of their losses are double-digit, right? Oh, maybe it's uh, four. Yeah, that's uh, But maybe fourth quarter is the difference. Yeah, no, they had, they had a double-digit lead in all four losses. In the four second halves, but in three were the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Lamar is the second-worst deep passer in 2022 other than Zach Wilson, percentage-wise. Which seems like um, it shouldn't matter if they have the double-digit lead in the fourth quarter. Right. right. Yeah. They... They've had pretty good schedule luck with who they played. Like, the only good quarterbacks they've gone against... 
Mm-hmm. Burrow, Tua, and Josh Allen. This mm-hmm. is in like 12 weeks. And then you go the rest of the way. They uh, they have Denver next week, Russell Wilson, at Kenny Pickett, mm-hmm. at Deshaun, Mariota, home for Pickett, and Burrow. So they only have two more quarterbacks coming. Right. I wonder, because this was such a big day for Cincy too, Tucker missing that 67-yarder, I wonder if we'll like foul that one away. Remember kind of that that switch, right? Cincinnati going mm-hmm. into Tennessee, really impressive dogfight of a win. Tennessee's been winning those games all year, and the Bengals end up winning it without Chase. And then Tucker, I listen, I thought that was going in. Not even before the camera angle, I was like, oh, it's Justin Tucker, 67, yeah. no problem. And you forget like he's <laughs> not superhuman. But I do wonder if that was a little bit of a division flip. Well, they definitely rely on him too much, whether it's before a half or whether it's on fourth and three instead of going for it. You know, yeah. maybe it's because he can't throw downfield, Lamar Jackson. But um, it does. I was joking with my, with my I don't know what text chain it was, but I was saying Justin Tucker, they should go in as a team, Tucker and Lamar and ask for money because like one can't do it without the other. And then Lamar, I don't know if you saw him on Twitter, he lashed out. At a uh, civilian, I was like, "Oh boy, this could have been." Oh made. no! Imagine, oh, imagine that guy. Yeah, the, well, the guy basically said the same thing. Like, how can we pay him this money? Oh, all he does is blow leads. And well, like, and uh, Lamar went crazy. And uh, I mean, you really must feel like you hit the lottery if he's you're the one he responds to. But yeah, I was going to ask, and I think I know what your answer is. But the Ravens are minus two thirty to win their division. The Bills are minus two thirty to win their division. Which ticket would you rather be holding? Those are the odds right now. Right now. Yep. Why is a Miami favorite to win the AFC East? Jesus. Because they have one game at Buffalo. Is that it? Okay. All right. So you you would say Baltimore then, I guess. Here's the problem. The problem with Cincinnati is their schedule. So they have KC this week, home. Mm -hmm. Cleveland with Deshaun. At Tampa, which is probably the easiest game of all these games I'm going to give you. At yeah. New England, Buffalo, Baltimore. So All teams are going to need bangers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, if they get out of that four and two, they go 11 and six. I'd be delighted because I that was my biggest offseason yeah. bet was Cincinnati over. Um, and I think it was nine and a half. But I that feels like three and three. Now, Chase comes back. But if they can get four and two out of that and finish 11 and six, I don't think Baltimore can get to 11 and six. Or yeah, you might be right. I mean, I I don't know. I've not seen a definitive Ravens game yet, right? Like what we're oh yeah, that's that's the Ravens. Like they're either just hold on or they yeah. blow a, a two touchdown lead. Yeah. So just try to well, win. Figure, Ravens. They'll split the Pittsburgh games. They'll probably lose at Cleveland, Baltimore. And These then it'll all come down so to crazy. at Cincinnati, right? Yeah, but there's always not a weird sweep Pittsburgh. Always a weird North game in there. With six point seven point favorite at home loses. Yeah. God, Russell Wilson, thirty one point two million in dead cap money in twenty six. If they waive him, so you have to slog through this deal for another four years, and then mm-hmm. waiting at the finish line is thirty one point two million in dead cap. <laughs> We're I back can't, to Russell Wilson. <laughs> I, I just. <laughs> I, I don't remember another football star doing a 180 like this. This was a guy two years ago. We had to have the obligatory, why hasn't he ever won the MVP conversation? And you and I would debunk it and be like, okay, point yeah. us the year we should have won it. Let's go through all the years. Let's go, right. let's take his stats. And we'd have to do that every year. Now it's like this guy's, 
the kind of semi reviled. You know, well, first of all, let's let's maybe wait because the Browns might say, "Hold my beer" in terms of worst um, contracts ever for a quarterback. In, oh my god! In terms of one A, so let's just say that really could be the worst uh, in, in many different ways. But um, yeah, yeah, you're right. By the way, the 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 MVP vote used to be they're changing it this year. I don't know if you know this. They it used to be just one vote. You get one vote, you vote for one player. Now you vote for first, second, third, fourth, and fifth. I think. Oh, and they do and points. So, yeah, so it's points. Oh, that's so smart. Five, three, two, one, something it's like, like that. like basketball. I, I, I don't know. Right, exactly. I think it's exactly like basketball. So you'll see a Russell Wilson, not, you'll never see him again, but you'll see someone like that will we'll at least get votes at some point. Yeah. Let's take a break with Duguest Alliance Week 13. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is brought to you by Honey Stinger. This is a show about sports and culture opinions, but right now I want to talk sports facts, the data, the stats. Honey Stinger, sports nutrition, trusted by more than 1,500 pro and college teams. That's right, 1,500. That's all 32 pro football teams. That's 39 pro basketball teams, 29 pro baseball teams, and more that prepare, perform, and recover with the delicious taste of Honey Stinger's energy waffles, chews, gels, and bars. Honey Stinger is the one team's trust. Use code Simmons for 20% off your first order at honeystinger.com. That is S-I-M-M-O-N-S for 20% off your first order at HoneyStinger.com. We are supported by Men's Warehouse. When you wear a tailored Men's Warehouse outfit, it makes you feel confident like you can do anything, whether it's a sharp, well-fitted outfit that makes you want to roll back the ears and dance like no one is watching at a wedding, or a suit that makes you feel like you've got the job before you walk into a job interview. You should definitely give Men's Warehouse a shot, and here's why. Men's Warehouse, the only nationwide men's clothing store that has a tailor in every store to fit your suit, shirt, jeans, et cetera, to your body. And Men's Warehouse is everywhere with 600 plus locations nationwide. So if you need one, and you will, there's one near you. Feel like you can do anything in an outfit from Men's Warehouse. Visit your Men's Warehouse store or click or tap to shop online. Before we do guess the lines, here would be the playoff matchups. We're going to start. To, this is fun. This is after Thanksgiving. This is wow. when we do the playoff matchups every week. All right. It's going to be 2-7 Miami Jets. Mm-hmm. 3-6 Cincinnati Jets. at Tennessee. And Cincinnati now has Again? a little, yeah, we kind of own you guys a little bit now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the 4-5 would be Buffalo at Baltimore. That's That'd be pretty, pretty. We had great. that a couple of years ago, right? In the snow, that was like a Saturday yeah. game. That's a good one. Then in the NFC, we have Minnesota against Washington. Right? Against Washington, mm-hmm. we have San Francisco against the Giants. That's not going to last. And then Tampa Bay hosting. Uh, Dallas. Dallas, yeah. Better not so the Giants will be the one that's not going to, the Giants aren't going to make the playoffs. Well, so who gets, so Seattle gets in instead of the Giants? That's your pick? I think so. Yeah. I will say their defense is bad. Today was the day, I know they have speed and they, they had a great mm-hmm. draft and all that stuff, but I don't know what the pass rush stats were with them today, but they, they had no pass rush. Carr has never had more fun, I don't think, in an NFL game. And Jacobs... Like I felt like the right team won that game because Seattle's defense couldn't do anything. Yeah, 
And he threw a pick early car and he got hurt. Yeah. I think he came out for a little bit. It looked yeah. for looked, looked like it was going to be a typical Seattle 2022 beatdown. But um, yeah, the Raiders are so weird. What are they, four and seven? <laughs> it really could be seven and four. Such a stupid team. That team I back. Yeah, they're a stay away. I, I didn't even bet that game. You know how much I like betting on Seattle. I'm like, I'm <laughs> staying away from that. I don't trust the yeah. Raiders. I don't know what to make of them. Good call. Um, week 13. What's up? What are our records? I don't know. I think I'm up or you're up. I'm not something that's close. That's not, that's not what it is. What you're is up. It? You have six wins. I have two wins. And there are four ties. Okay. Thursday night, Bills at New England. The Pats in a really weird spot in the city of Boston right now. Because <laughs> the, the Celtics are the best team in the NBA, at least regular season. I'm not saying that's going to last, but they're, they've mm-hmm. been the best team. The Bruins have been the best team in the in the NHL by far. And they're just kicking ass. And my dad was yep. saying, everybody's, that's all anyone's talking about. And then you have the Pats who just fuck up every week or barely win or whatever. And they're just um, people. Obviously, there's a lot of Pats DNA, but this, they lose this one. I think it's, I think that the jig is up. It's curtains. Six and yeah. six would do it in, huh? It's a must win. I think it's a must win. It, it is. So, who would you say was the seven seed? Uh, it would be the them or the Chargers right now. Wait, no, oh, no, I'm sorry, two, no, no. Uh, the, Bills? the Jets have uh, the no, seven seed. Yeah, well, they, all right, they're going away. Yeah, they have to go away. Um, yeah, Jets have the seven seed. So, I would say the Jets. Oh, we didn't even talk about the Jets. Well, they're a game ahead of you, but you have. But we yeah. beat them twice, right? You but, beat them twice. Yeah. But they were able to run an offense today that included completions <laughs> to open receivers. So that was a new wrinkle for them. But Mike yeah. White was good in that game. He was good. You called it. You good. called it. I, I was all over you and Hench. I'm like, I don't care who's in there. You have Mike White laying seven and a half points. And uh, and then, of course, they crushed him. 31-10. But, yeah, um, that was... I mean, the Trevor Simeon and a cast of nobodies. That was a pretty yeah. tough spot. Pouring rain. Right. Um, right. I, I have the Bills favored by three in New England. Oh, all right. I had six. It's five and a half. Yeah, I'm on the board. That's listen. That's too high. No, it's not. No, that's it's too not. high. That's too you high. You just you got exposed a little bit. A little bit. You're yeah, out of line. A little bit. bit. Just a little, little bit. bit. Uh, with the I mean, right? If 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 Josh Allen has a decent game, he should put up numbers similar to Kirk Cousins. So I'm supposed to wipe from my memory what I watched from Josh Allen in that Detroit game when no. they really should have. That's the thing. Yeah. They should have lost, except Dan Campbell was the coach of the other team with some of the worst two-minute stuff we've seen in a while. Right. Yikes. And this is, is this played in Detroit, this game? The Bills play all the games in Detroit now, right? <laughs> yeah, they're, you they're, actually they're get moving to Detroit. <laughs> I think that line's too high. I think this should be a three-point line because I don't think Allen is 100%. Okay. And I, I don't think I'm breaking news by saying that. His throws were all over the place. He looks miserable. He looks unhappy. Um, you haven't they, played them yet, right? Are you play, That's the last game of the year? We haven't played them yet. Right. Okay. And by the way, a lot of what they did with this defense mm-hmm. was to try to make up for the fact that he destroyed them with his legs. But look mm-hmm. at what's happened. Lamar, Justin Fields destroyed the Pats this year with their legs. So maybe that's why the line is that high. I just don't like, I don't think the Bills are playing that well. No, they're not. Right. They, they didn't play great. But the thing is, they can't sit back, right? You can't. No. They can't afford to lose a game. Which you thought at them in this point, they'd be nine and you know ten and one or something. Maybe you can catch them off. Well, surprise them. I can't imagine Belichick's been 
an underdog by that much in a home night game since, uh, oh, since he showed up. Right. I bet that might be the highest number. Also, they've lost. How many prime times have you had now? You had the Thanksgiving. You had the game <sighs> against the Bears. Did you have another one? That's it. It's the third one. Oh, yeah. man. You Maybe you're right. He can't get embarrassed three times, can he? Uh, he might not care. Every time they show his son on the sideline, I get bummed out. That guy's fun. He's Steve. <laughs> Sunday marquee. This is an awesome game. Miami at San Francisco. Yeah, there are some good late afternoon games. I thought the, the games, I have five watchables plus this game plus the night mm -hmm. games. Yeah. Um, really good matchups this week. So I have the 49ers favored by three over Miami. Yeah. All right, you get it. I said two and a half. It's four. I don't know. I, I thought they'd go. I, I thought they were in love with Miami, the odds makers. I really did. But Not a lot of respect. No, they're big. They're big on the Niners. I guess I should have known. What were the Niners like this week? They're eight and a half against New Orleans and they're a bunch against the Cardinals. Both went way low on that two weeks and ago. And FYI, but, you watched that game, right? That They sure. should have covered that nine against the Saints. The Saints I know. were idiots in that game. Fumbles at the goal line. Just oh my really God. stupid. I guess it really is Andy Dalton. I guess it is. I mean, is that the most underreported story of the year? Why Jameis isn't suiting up? Why isn't he suiting up? I, he's he's healthy, and no one no one questions the quarterback. And Dalton keeps losing. I guess they won. Did they win last week? Yeah, they you won. Think, they beat that club. Yeah, you would think after zero points, maybe it's time for a change. Yeah, who did they beat? They have. I'm looking at. Well, their, they had that uh, one game where they killed Vegas. Oh, that Remember was it. 24 okay. nothing. All right, but that's got to be like one out of five weeks. I think that line's a point too high. Not enough respect for Miami. They're too dangerous. Plus, the, that's a fun game. The cheap touchdown for them. Yeah. Are you ready for uh, Mike McDaniel? Who used to work for the 49ers stories all week. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. ever going to end. He might just I, deny I, it. I, Mike, <laughs> I know it's difficult for Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> you know, he's worked so closely with Mike McDaniel. Now he's going against him. I, it's yeah, it's difficult, Mike. It is. I, I get goosebumps thinking about. It. I don't know why. I have nothing to do with any of it. <laughs> Five watchables. Oh, I tweeted tonight about uh <laughs> the, the the NBC Sunday night. It's on my Twitter feed. If people want to watch, they just they're undeterred, just doing it every week. Where Maria just turns to Tony Dungy, yeah. he says a quick three sentence, three word sentence. And then she just awkwardly turns to Jason Garrett. And today, what was the sentence? I, I don't know. Uh, it was. Um, it was. Oh, it was. was it was it? the. Uh, and the Bengals shut down King Henry or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah, that was. That was. Uh, by the way, but uh, get your hands out of your pockets, Jason Garrett. You, you smug fraud. Enough. <laughs> enough. Yeah, How about when he did the Thursday game? He did my team, and he's like criticizing Belichick. A couple different times during the game. I was like, are yeah. you kidding me? You're Jason I mean, Garrett. He just ruins every Thanksgiving for me. It doesn't matter whether he's <laughs> what part of the TV you can't he's get rid of him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you think they'd let us? I mean, we've spoken so fondly about it. I don't see why they would. Could we mm -hmm. write that eight second promo for them? <laughs> would they let us do it? I mean, DirecTV <laughs> let us pick the Sunday ticket the, the way the games were laid out a couple of weeks, right? Something's got to give. At least give them 15 seconds so that can seem like <laughs> some semblance of a human interaction. Yeah. Brady it blows it in Cleveland. And King Henry is bottled up when we <laughs> return. Oh, my God. That's magical. Of course we're going to tune in for that. Who wouldn't come back for that? We we should write it. We should write it where it's like 
Russell Wilson sucks again. <laughs> but not as bad as I did when I coached the Cowboys into, uh, into a terrifying situation for all their fans. Oh, my God. I'm going to kill Simmons here. Chicken it's I'm not allowed to laugh. Um, I'm really going to die. This could be my last podcast. All right. You're going to be fine. I'm creating a new form of COVID. I'm creating COVID-6. Uh, the Watchables. We have five. Mm -hmm. This first one, uh, White Lotus creator Mike White is taking his talents to Minnesota to battle <laughs> Kirk Cousins. And I think this is going to be Vikings by three and a half. Come on. I went, <laughs> I said seven. And it should be seven. This is Mike White going on the road against a nine and two team. But you're right. It's three. So you're oh, closer. Oh, Jesus. What is going on here with these Vikings? I mean, I know I can't in one breath say they're bad, they're overrated, they're gonna be they're fraudulent, they have a negative point differential, all this stuff, and then say the line should be seven, but it's still the Jets going in there. Am I undervaluing this this Jets team with Mike White? I think you are because I think the Jets receivers are good. Sure. I like I really think Garrett Wilson is excellent. I like Conklin. Um to finally Elijah Moore they got going. And then who's the other one? Davis? Well, Braxton Barrios is in there somewhere, right? With the, the returns they just and have, everything. Their guys yeah. are open. They've been open all season. They just... Okay, but can we just... I just want... this is to Take it as you will, Jets fans. You need to calm down a little bit. See, because if we manage expectations in life, you know, then we won't be as hysterical when things don't go our way, right? So Mike White had one and a half good games last year and then yeah. lost 90 to 47 to Indianapolis and Buffalo. Now this I know is mean. He, this is he just can't mean account what for the doing. 90, but yeah, he was out of both this of those mean. games. Why would you be mean like to Jets six fans? interceptions. I'm, just, I'm managing expectations. You don't think they're making the play. Oh, you had them as a seven? No, you don't think they're getting in. I think they're pretty good. I don't know if there's a difference between them and the Pats and the Chargers. One of those teams has to make it. Mm. I don't know. That certainly would be the most fun story out of the three, right? My team's not doing jack shit in the playoffs. Right. The Chargers are a mess. Like they'll they'll get it even if they got in, they'll screw up and run one. At least it'd All be right. fun to have the Jets in the playoffs. So I'm just talking as a holistically as a football fan. I know the Jets fans feel like Zach cost them at least two games. Like that they really honestly could be nine and two. And yeah. I think that's fair. Like he definitely cost them one of the Pats games. Well, weren't they five and two with him? They weren't terrible with him. They only yeah, lost to the Patriots. But the only good moment he had was that one Steelers game where he had to come from behind, whatever, yeah. right? So well, even if you well, give him that, he had like two or three that he just sunk them. I got to say, the worst moment he had was in the press conference. I think he still has his job if he answers that question correctly. I know. I like when he apologized to the whole team three days later, though. Yeah, right. Yeah. Guys, upon further review, <laughs> yeah. man, did I handle that wrong? My bad. Thanks, man. Mike White's still starting. I'm yeah. Not. We have the U USFL for you. Um, Washington is at the Giants. And I think Washington has to be favored in this game because of how the Giants are playing. And because Washington is a pretty good team and it doesn't seem to matter where they play. And I'm going to go Washington by one and a half. All right. Well, you're cheating. I mean, you're sick. Why am and I maybe, cheating? Maybe because you're dying. This is your last podcast. You're sick because it's exactly one and a half. And the Giants are home and they're seven and four. And the, you're, you're telling seven me Washington's They favorite? stink. The Giants stink. I had the Giants. Even the Giants fans know they stink. They should have lost exactly to Houston. Right. They should have lost to Houston. Mm. They deserve to lose this week. 
I I, they, 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 they were taking every, uh, every three downs. It was a player coming off the field. I do, I do respect what they did defensively because they were getting to the quarterback. Their secondary sucks. Um, yeah. Any tight end should be able to get open against them uh, the rest of the way if, if this keeps up. But um, I do respect how they stayed in there with the pass rush and, and everything else. Yeah, when I say the Giants stink, they stink because they've had more injuries than just about anybody yeah. in the league. And mm -hmm. I don't think they had a ton of talent to begin with. Right. They also put a ton of miles on Barkley, which I'm not sure is sustainable. Did you, is this a watchable? I think you missed a key watchable. Are you done no, with No, I have three more watchables. Oh, okay. But I, I just think Washington Giants is a watchable because it's like, it's not an official loser leaves town match, but it's like a two-part loser leaves town match when you throw in the game. In two weeks. In two uh, weeks, right? Washington that, beats yeah. them twice. They're in the playoffs. Right. Yes. Next one I have is Eagles-Titans in Philly. Titans coming off a loss. I wish I had thought of this when I bet the Titans today, mm -hmm. which is one of my losses today. I think I was positive. I was positive today, but one of the I, the two I lost on were Titans and Bucks. I had the Titans too. I really liked them today. Here's the thing. That game meant so much more to the Bengals than the Titans. The Titans had like a three-game lead in the AFC South, right? So it meant a lot their home. I just but thought, Bengals, and I know you, you, Bengals you thought. Bengals had like, to have that game. It's going to be revenge from the playoffs. They sacked Borrowed nine times and still didn't yeah. get the W. I, I thought that that had to be something. Something. Thought the Bengals were better. Yep. Eagles, I have by six over the Titans. I can't gain one on you. I had six also. It's six and a half. Mm. Boy, is that a tease. Yeah. You know, um, I'm not sure what this kid Burks is on, on the Titans, but he's something. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think that's he's the not only way... Only way he was going to score a touchdown is, is, is if uh, King Henry, even though he was bottled up, fumbled through the end zone there. Well, he had the he had like a long, yeah, basically like a Devonta Parker on acid play, where he just mm -hmm. like like forty five yards down the field jumped up and got it. I there's something there. He's not consistent. He doesn't have the but he touches the ball what four times a game. But there's some sort of athleticism with him that stands out. And I wonder, yeah. like, as the season goes along, are they going to start tapping into that more? Because he's clearly, other than Henry, the their guy that uh, oh yeah tilt, tilt the game a little bit for them. Yeah, they, they made that AJ Brown trade, thinking that Burks was going to be, you know, cover at least eighty percent of what uh, AJ Brown did. I mean, he's not there yet, but no, and he got hurt. I get it. Yeah. Next one, two more watchables. What a week next week. Bengals home for the yeah. Chiefs. Talk about rematches. Mm -hmm. I All think right. the Bengals are going to be favored in this game. And I might be wrong, you but I have, the I have the Bengals by one. <laughs> All right. I got this exactly. KC by three. Everybody's on, on KC now. Yeah, I mean, they're nine and two, and people are just betting them. Like, and they'll, they'll, they don't cover at home hardly ever, but this is kind of the game. You can't make Cincy the favorite. Everyone's going to bet uh, KC in this situation. We'll definitely have Chase next week, right? Is he back for sure? Yeah. This is a total eye test thing. I have nothing to back it up with, no stats. Just like me watching football on my couch every Sunday. Burrow's got a little something-something again like he had last year. Mm -hmm. I, there's a swagger with him again that... You know, betting against him today, I really felt like I was fucked in the fourth quarter. Like the way he was carrying himself, I was like, God damn it, this guy's gonna come down and score. Right. And I think I think this Chiefs game, I think, 
you know, I, I, I still feel like he's under the radar when we talk about the great quarterbacks. Like even Herbert mm-hmm. is mentioned way more than Burrow is, even though Burrow got to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. Um, then now Hurts and Tua and the Bengals are seven and four. They're right there. And he's as good as all of these guys. And he's fucking tough. He takes huge hits, delivers the yeah. ball. I really trust him. He's um, as good as all of them, except Patrick Mahomes, who's the best. Yeah, except Patrick Mahomes. He's but the I best do think, but I, you, you might be right. They might even need this game more because I'm looking at the Chiefs schedule. They weathered the storm after the Bengals. They're at the Broncos, at the Texans, home for the Seahawks, home for the Broncos, and then at the Raiders. Who knows if they even feel the team by then, what that looks like uh, in the last game of the year. So, um, yeah. So in terms of if they need this, no, the schedule looks pretty light the rest of the way. I like that it's in Cincy. Like, I'd love to see that get to three and a half. That'd be great. Uh, last one. I think this is a watchable just because these two teams are fucking batshit crazy drunks. <laughs> the Raiders and the Chargers in Las yeah. Vegas. It's always good. There's just no way this game doesn't come down in the final two minutes with something weird happening. This has to be a watchable. Um, I have this as a pick em. Hmm. I know that that's never the case, but I couldn't decide who should be the favorite. So I just went, I went right down the middle. I had Chargers by one and a half. It's Chargers by two and a half. Oh, um, wow. Okay. Yeah, they're backing off. They're backing off the Raiders a little. Vegas is. Well, this they played this, right? It was a good game, right? 24-19. I think it was week yeah. two. Yeah. It's always fun. You know, the no Mike Williams thing, when does he come back? Is he going to be uh, back He, he was game? back. He was back last week, right? And then he got hurt again. I know. But so is, you think he plays next week? I don't know. I don't know. He really like is. He, he's good. I, 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 I'm with you, Burrow. I like him better than Herbert, but Herbert reminded me of like Marino today. Just no, the side I, slinging bullets, you know? Just like I really love Herbert. I don't like one more than the other. I love both of them. I just think Burrow should be in the conversation. No, you got to choose. You have to choose. What do you think this is? You have to pick a side. Herbert does this crazy. Mahomes has this too, I guess, but Herbert, it's like Marino if Marino could move, kind of. Yeah, where he'll he'll slither out of these spots. He'll go to the left and he'll be able to throw it sidearmed right across. Like it just feels like the That's field the is always open, no matter which way he's going. He's mm-hmm. I'm in on him too. But yeah, I wish they could stay healthy for like three weeks. Someone, our friend Alec was saying it was like watching the Chargers play the Chargers today, <laughs> Arizona. <laughs> it really right. was like oh, whichever side you're on, you're gonna lose here. Yeah, but that's the thing. If you bet on the Cardinals, you deserved it because that's what right. you get if you bet on the Cardinals. Just really mm-hmm. dumb shit. Yeah. With four, fourth and ones in your own territory in the second quarter, all that stuff. All right, fairly watchables. This, you could argue from an entertainment standpoint, could be in the watchables. Lions, Jaguars in yeah. Detroit. I just don't know. The Jags every once in a while would just not be fun to watch. It's in Detroit. I have the Lions favored by two and a half. See, this is dumb. I said three and a half. It's a pick em. Ooh. The Jags are such garbage on the road. The Lions, I I, in my mind, the Lions won that Bills game or should have won that game or were in that game. And I don't know. I know we get excited about teams that excite us, but don't necessarily you know, come away with a W. But for God's sakes, come on. The Lions should be favored. They should. I don't trust the Jags on the road at all. Both four and seven. So give the home team, the Lions, with the raucous crowd, uh, an advantage here. I forgot I'd looked up because we had the two two points that won a game. What year do you think was the first time that ever happened? 
when somebody was down one after a touchdown and went for two to win it. Because we won the two year? point. Yeah, we've only oh. had the two point rule since like the late nineties. Uh, well, sorry. did you give me the answer? Nineteen ninety eight? Nope. It was two thousand two. Yeah. It was Dante Culpepper against the New Orleans Saints. Oh. They scored. Mike Tice held up the two fingers. I went, you can find it. It's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Mike Tice holds up the two fingers. Culpepper and shotgun fumbles the snap and then picks it up and QB draws it and scores. Mm. It's the first time anyone ever won that, that way. Uh, there's no way I didn't lose money on that. There's just no <laughs> way. I just, as you're saying the words, I, he put, Mike Tice put two fingers up. One of them went to Mike Keister. And the other one right for the right forward. I, I was thinking points. we yeah. knew each other at that point too. And we, we probably, that was one of the first games we probably bet on. It was like week 15 in 2002. Yeah. So we probably great. did bet on that one. I was living here at that point <laughs> that there's this uh, YouTube clip. That's like eight minutes long of like the greatest two point conversions of the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. It was a memory lane. I think I lost on probably 90% of them, but like, Kaepernick against the Rams. That was one. Like that. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of them. It's well, good. the it's Seattle Green Bay playoff game was the best, right? Was oh that? yeah, yeah. There was one this year where who's the quarterback? That was it Murray that like uh, backtracked like 20 yards and completed it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Murray yeah. just he yeah. he intentionally made it the fourth and seven so he could get it. Right. Um, it. Next, fairly watchable Falcons Steelers in Atlanta. I have this just because um, I don't mind watching these two teams. And I mm-hmm. think the Steelers are going to beat the Colts tomorrow night. But I have the uh, Falcons at home favored by three and a half. Yeah, I'm going to get this. I said two and a half. Only one and a half. Oh. Very weird. And they haven't even played yet. Last one is uh, Browns at Houston. This is it. Houston's Sean's he- comeback. Houston's terrible, but this is Deshaun's comeback. And however you feel about it, it's at least going to be compelling to see him out there in a Browns uniform. Sure. I have the Browns favored by seven in Houston. (gasps) Bastard. You get it. It's six and a half. I said five and a half. I love these people that raving about Jacoby Brissett. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy deserves to be a starting QB. It's like, I, yeah, technically we have like 10 terrible starting QBs, <laughs> but if he's your starting QB, you're still probably going to go four and seven, which yeah. is what their record was. Yeah. You're going you to score own 17 points a game. <laughs> right. Yeah. Where he's your starting quarterback. It's feast or famine with him. Yeah. You're going to get five yards of pass. You're going to mm-hmm. be good on QB sneaks. You're going to have one or two terrible turnovers a game. I like him, but I, he's in that tweener. He's like where Tyrod Taylor was a couple years ago. It was like, he's your actual starter, not great. But if he's coming in as the backup, you're, yeah, that's great. Top three backup, I would say. Yeah. Poop Fecta, three games. Packers at Bears. This could be Jordan Love against Trevor Simeon. Well, what what did we do with this? I mean, I guessed, and I get they have a line on it because I, maybe I, say, I, I think, think we scrap it for our contest. Okay. We can. What would you, I mean, I said plus four. It didn't matter. Yeah. I would have said Packers by three. All right. Uh, right, we'll scrap it. But yeah, I don't know. I'd be so you think it's Rogers because they have a they have a buy after that. No, I think Love plays next week. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, I do too. Love Peterman will be great. By the way, the best thing they could do now is 
have Love come in and play well for a couple of weeks and then try to mm. trade him, right? Like, how many teams need a quarterback? Sure, yeah. You're stuck with Rodgers anyway. He's the quarterback. I think they try to beers. trade him, but exact, you're exactly right. Yeah, yeah. No, they're like, well, we don't even know what we're seeing here. Ravens are home for the Broncos. It's crazy that this line's going to be in double digits from what we've seen from the Ravens, but I think it has to be, and I'm going to go Ravens by 11. <laughs> I said 11 and a half, and it's seven and a half. And that is a, that's the screwiest line of the month, I think. Wow, that feels fixed. Come on. Denver doesn't score points. I know Baltimore. So can we blows tease everything. that? Uh, that I mean, I'd uh, feel comfortable teasing that one. The Broncos sure. are done. They're not winning another game. Philly and Baltimore. That's our teaser so far. Great. Well, how about the Seahawks are coming up next? All right. Against that stupid Rams team. That Rams team isn't going to win again. That I mean, they were looking. The Chiefs were dying to give away the cover today. They're like, please, Perkins, the guy who's wearing four gloves. One was like an isotoner glove. The other was like an oven mitt. Just stop throwing terrible interceptions. And we'll give you the cover. But they just couldn't do it. <laughs> 26-10. Poor Perkins. He was like a amalgam of 20 different terrible quarterbacks we've seen in that spot. He's yeah. just good enough that your cover was in danger the entire time. Right. But not good enough to actually beat the cover. Hmm. Um, Seahawks at Rams. So caveat for this game, there would be some Seahawks fans at this game. Oh yeah, I'm gonna say about fifty thousand worth, including our mm -hmm. friend Tall John. That Tall John will be there. That goofy freak, he'll be there. <laughs> he takes um, up a lot of seats. Yeah, is he think he has to get two seats. I Imagine think so. sit, How about the poor person sitting behind Tall John? He's like six eight. I should hope he takes the last row in the section. I should hope he, he should wear a, like a hat too, to make it seem like he's like six nine with like yeah one of those hats that goes higher. Yeah, cowboy hat. Um, I mean, you think you're kicking up goalposts there? If it's it must be distracting. I think this is Seahawks by seven. All right, I got this exactly, and it's four. Oh, that's stupid. That's too low. Come on. They don't love the Seahawks. I mean, they were barely favored over the Raiders, right? Yeah, but this is a home game for them. There'll be more Seahawks. No Rams yeah. <laughs> fan is going to this game. I this guess. will be the all-time do you want my Rams tickets game. Yeah. You don't think Perkins? Uh, no. Perkins, Geno Smith? I don't. They're like the Lakers. They they mortgaged everything to win a title, and they did. And now the now the check has come for the dinner. You know, so like, maybe oh they, should be, they, they, they should be honest with the fans like look you gotta pay for this we we got you a title look around yeah. none, none of your friends have titles look at your cowboy fan friends every, yeah. every team Clippers. that comes here yeah but, exactly uh, some of the other teams Clippers when was their last title yeah they yeah. should do that we gotta pay for this it's a reverse insurance Sunday night your team playing the stupid Colts zombie Matt Ryan ready to just mess with you for four quarters mm-hmm I have the Cowboys by eight. Uh, I get it. I said ten and a half. It's nine and a half. Oh. We Come could on. tease that too. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Did you beat me. me? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We're tied. We're going into the last game. And I was off by a half a point. I could actually pull this out. Monday night, Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. Home for the New Orleans Saints. I'm putting this game in the Vegas zone. I have the Bucks by four and a half. Well, you should have said five and a half or six. I said six and a half and it's six. 
Good guys oh, win week 13. You beat me. Wow. I win. All right. There we go. There we so go. So Jacoby, Jacoby has to go to Qatar to, for you to win a <laughs> thing. Jacoby I know. He's to out Qatar there. For a World Stay Cup game. there. Don't ever come back, Jacoby. It must be nice. They'll treat you good there. Six, three, and four now. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, Great. Congratulations. Thank you, man. Thanks. Um, you're teasing the Bucks. <laughs> no. No, I'm not. But I think the Ravens have to be teased. The Broncos seem like they've hit all-time rock bottom. Well, the only thing I'm worried so, about is we both thought that was 11, 11 and a half. That, what, why is that seven? It's not like Lamar's out. I mean, honestly, the Browns getting teased down to a half point against that crappy Texans team is probably the move. But Oh, uh, yeah. Houston's not beating anybody again this season. There's some grudge games, right? There's grudge yeah. games. New England-Buffalo is definitely a grudge game just because it always is. Chicago-Green Bay is. This Cleveland-Houston game is going to be, um, you know, uh, what, what else? Casey-Cincinnati is a rematch of the playoffs. Uh, Chargers-Vegas always is. I don't know, if, I don't know if grudge is the right word for Bills-Pats because no. the last two times we played them, I think they beat us like 120. Yeah, well, Remember? It's like maybe like play with pride kind of thing. I mean, look at the New maybe. Orleans game. That was a game they lost 20 to 10 and Brady faked a uh, roughing the quarterback. Not that you could fake it, but right. That was that that game ended because of that call. I'm not betting on the Bucks anymore. They've lost my trust. Let's uh, let's do parent corner. This episode is brought to you by Workday. Get the whole band together with Workday and pair finance and HR on one platform for an epic performance. With Workday AI at the core, you'll make confident decisions faster than ever and you'll drive flawless business and finance operations with an agile platform that constantly evolves to future-proof your organization. Be a finance and HR rock star with Workday. Visit Workday.com to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by CarMax. CarMax lets you shop your way online or at a store near you. And when you finally find your perfect match, get a 30-day money-back guarantee so you can feel confident you found the right car for you or return it if you need to for up to 1,500 miles. See CarMax.com for details. CarMax, car buying, reimagined. All right, what do you got? All right, well, our kids were together this week. I think they were... um you know, Herschel Walker rally or something. I don't know, but you took a picture. No, you took a picture there at your house and you posted it, which is great. And we got all our fans. Wait, let me get in here. And they this left, is on uh, my Instagram. Yeah. So yeah, people yeah, yeah. were delighted to see our kids. They really are. And by the way, I'm glad you did it because a lot of the posts, a lot of the comments were like, oh man, I feel old because people like, yeah, we grew, we grew up with these kids and now they look so big. I'm like, yeah, this is what we go through all the time. We feel <laughs> right. Old. Yeah, of your, course you should your feel Your son's old. like six three and a half. <laughs> Archie's gigantic. You should feel old. Um, wh where are you now? So I wanted to read some of the quotes, but uh, some of the posts. Go ahead. By the way, good looking group. Um, so first of all, uh, old school friendships, all such wonderful people. That's my cousin Mickey. Uh, a lot of Ben Simmons. Uh, oh wow, is this his first day of note taking? I want to see some of the notes. People want to see the notes. Ben was taking notes. <laughs> people like that, that story. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, it makes them feel like these kids are my nieces and nephews. Where do I send their Christmas checks? I will gladly give you an address to send it to cover mm. my uh, gambling addiction and stuff. Um, but the best thing is uh, for me is all this Harriso stuff. About 25 people refer to Harriso, which is my youngest son, Harrison. And the parent corner story from a couple of years ago is that the teacher was making Thanksgiving aprons for all the kids and forgot the N on Harrison's name on the apron. And it came out Harriso. And then I called him Harriso for the rest of his life. And like, we kind of forgot about it. I haven't called him Harriso. And then I showed him all these comments. I'm not kidding, Simmons. There's like 40 people like Harriso exclamation, Harriso three exclamation points. Wow. Look at Harriso. Harriso looks like a handful. And he freaked out again. He's so angry at me. He was angry. Oh, about he got the mad two hand touch. He's mad again. He was mad this time last week about the two hand touch um, debacle. And now uh, same kind of thing with the Harriso. So I don't know. We'll get to his Christmas list next week. I want to compare Christmas list between our kids. But there is some stuff on his list that I just I don't know. I, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about coming clean with him and telling him there's no Santa because he wants like some Met jerseys from guys who are like double A. I'm like, no, they don't make this jersey. And he's like, yeah, but Santa will. I'm like, Ugh. fanatics, fanatics will. Santa uh, fanatics. Jeez. I'm like, and then I'm just I, I just want to tell him. So well, I think wait. I'm going to tell him. Yeah. One of the things with uh, Harriso, mm -hmm. Archie was saying, like, you had nickname from the nickname. So now you call him, like, So Man. So Man. Yeah. I have songs about So Man and So Man and So 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 This. So it's and like so Harriso has morphed into, like, seven other nicknames. Yeah. It's really good. Um, it's really good. My it's parent a lot of corner, mental abuse. Yeah. Go my parent corner is about Harriso. So I hadn't <laughs> seen him in a little while, probably like a year. And, um, and we're all at uh, my wife's mom's house. And he just has that same look that Ben had. Oh, no. <laughs> that same look in his eye. And he was gravitating toward Ben and just wanted to wrestle Ben and <laughs> collide full speed into Ben, try to punch Ben in the balls, try to pick up Ben. Uh. And all he wanted to do, all he wanted was for Ben to just pick him up and throw him in a recliner, which Ben, by the way, was really wanted to do and and I'm, I can see the look in my son's eye and I'm like no no this is going to go badly some vase is going to get knocked over Harrison's going to go flying into a television because my son's always wanted like the little brother that you could play right. with and it never really had it so he had like so what I was thinking was I might just bring Ben over like maybe like once a month oh just yeah to, just to like he can beat the shit out of Harrison remember like when we had I used to, when he was younger, I used to get him those UFC dummies. Yeah. And he used to do wrestling moves and all that. I think he pillow, saw Harrison as like the human the version pillow? of this. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And Harrison kind of wants it. He's like, just throw me around like a rag doll. I'm ready. I'll keep coming. All right. So, let's do this. I don't know. Let's, let's do this because we live kind of far from each other, right? So nobody wants yeah. to drive like an hour and 10 minutes. But let's set up a couch on the side of a road in like, uh, I don't know, Culver City, whatever. <laughs> Off the, the, the 405. Yeah. And occasionally we'll meet there and Ben can toss them into the cushions or something, or maybe no cushions. We'll see what happens. I think that's um, a good idea. I want to do it and I think we should videotape it. Okay, good. Because, <laughs> yeah, Har I, I don't know what my son, I don't Harrison's like, you know, again, this is like with the Jets fans. I want to manage expectations. He thinks he's like such a good baseball player and 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 like a flag football player and wrestler. I'm like, dude, you're you're average at all this stuff and probably will be the rest of your life. Yeah. So no, but I, I don't here's know what the to thing. tell him. Yeah. Eight is a great age for this stuff because eight is like you start to feel like you could take an adult. Right. Mm -hmm. I remember Ben like would but that was the first year Ben would be wrestling me and he would start getting mad and 
Right. So like he could do moves and they, they just keep coming. They're like Michael Myers. They never get tired of it. And you know, it's going to end up with one of you is getting hurt. Probably the dad. Right. Um, but I was jealous. I was, I was reliving it just through Harrison. He tried to oh, come you at could me have once. Him. He did? Even you? Yeah. I just started coughing. He ran away. <laughs> that's the new, that's how you do it. <laughs> well, I, uh, look, uh, he's asking for Danielle Nunez's jersey. Uh, these guys I've never even heard of that they don't make. So um, he's going to learn, he's going to learn the hard way that there's no Santa. Sorry. Hope no <laughs> kids are listening. <laughs> I have uh, one other quick parent corner. My, my dad turned 75 today. Nice. Are talking to my wife about the biggest birthdays after 50. 50 is a mm -hmm. big one. 60, 70, 75. When does it go to five years? Probably at 70? Because 65 is not a big birthday. Right? Mm. 70, 75 is a big one. And then I feel like after 75, every year is a big one after 75. Sure. Right? How old's your dad yeah. now? He is 82. Yeah. Yeah. So 75 is big 80. And then, yeah, you, I mean, you know, I don't want to get grim here, but yeah, you got to start thinking that they're, they're more important. So I flew him out last week. Mm -hmm. He'd had a cough for like five days, mm -hmm. but it was like, no, no, I'm at the tail end of it. He shows up, he's still coughing and sneezing. And my stepmom sounds like she's like created COVID in a lab. Like she's just like these deep, awful coughs. And she's like, no, I don't know what's going on. I just, on the plane, I felt it coming. And they were sick for four straight days. And it was nice. like having patient X and patient Y with us as we're driving around and doing all this stuff. My stepmother's wearing a mask so she could cough into the mask. And yeah. it was four days of it. And the whole time I'm like, you guys are going to make me sick. I've had two colds. And needless to say, they left. It, and two days later, it. I was sick. And I'm still sick. And you can hear it in my voice. And I'm probably going to die right after this podcast. Happy birthday, uh, dad. It was great to see you. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thanks Mission for the virus. He got you sick. <laughs> Did you make him feel bad about it? He probably felt terrible. No, I don't, top I, don't of think, I, terrible. Don't, I don't think they felt that bad. I think they were oh, really? to see the grandkids. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's great. Anyway, that was Paracorder. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by CarMax. If you're looking for a ride that won't break your stride or your budget, CarMax can help you find that perfect car for you that raises the bar without raising your budget because all their cars are CarMax certified and priced just right. And with a nationwide inventory to choose from, you're sure to find a car that's right for you and right in your price range. Learn more at CarMax.com. CarMax, car buying, reimagined. Uh, before we go, how have you been doing on the, um, on the World Cup? Yeah, I know you're I betting it. all these games. I bet, I, I'm betting every game I'm awake for. I'm not gonna, I'm not at the point where I'm wake, waking up for the 2 a.m. Uh, kickoffs or whatever they call it, but my big bet, as I told you, over four and a half, nil-nil ties. And uh, I got five. You nailed it. U U.S. England was number five. So I'm happy with that. And then, uh, yeah, I like betting it. Look, I, I got to tell you, like, could just can soccer purists just calm the fuck down with me? And like, I, we, we're, if you're not, can you have an opinion on soccer if it's not your favorite sport? Like, I feel like yeah. I watch more soccer than people who claim soccer is their favorite sport. I'm betting every yeah, every Saturday, I'm betting an EPL game at 7.30 in the morning, right? It doesn't yeah. make me an expert, but I should be able to observe that the penalty kicks are unfair when there's one or two goals a game. It's too easy to score on them for some like, um, you know, just, just hand stuff in the box like it, that could go either way. Uh, the running time is stupid. 
And there's other stuff too, but you know, fo- my football has warts too. I like, I still don't know what a, a catch is. The referee is refereeing is suspect. Like you could take shots at my football. I'll take shots at your football. Why does everyone get so crazy? I think that's very fair. I liked how they did the extra time in the world cup though. I thought well, they're I adding how extra, like extra plus time. nine. Yeah. It's like an actual. <laughs> yeah. But then um, you don't even know if it's nine or nine, 12 or nine, 14 or eight fifty, Right. I watched the entire England game with my two kids, including yeah. my son, who I don't think has ever watched a full soccer game before, but really loved it. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a riveting sporting event. I loved it. Really? Wow. Oh my God. I mean, it was for when you think like how it ended up where it's like, it's wasn't like the 40 to 30 Packers Eagles game we had, but I don't know. I felt like we controlled the game. I was just psyched that we played well, you know, and then the coach yeah. waited way too long to put the subs in. I don't know what the fuck he was doing putting Shaq Warren over Yedlin. But for the most part, I, I really felt like we went toe-to-toe with them. We just don't have a striker, which is the same It's the same story every four years with us. We've just never developed that one guy, probably because those guys are playing football and basketball and all these other sports. But hmm. we don't have that one. You could even feel like with Kane, who's a little older, but he's right. just, he's dangerous all the time. You're always thinking about where is he and We've just never yeah. had that guy. Dempsey's probably the closest, but um, it's just crazy to me. We haven't come up with that guy. I have a different view of it. Like, I I mean, this when was this announced? Like in March? Again, for eight months, we were told this is going to be the game. Everyone's going to watch after Thanksgiving. You're going to be hungover on you know yeah. turkey sandwiches. And 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 the punchline is like, yeah, it's probably going to be 0-0. Zero, zero. And it ended up 0-0. Zero, zero. Like, I don't know. I know. And and neither team was upset really. I, I mean, I guess the I guess England I fans they showed some of the fans they were upset. And it's like, well, yeah, it it, it sucks, but U.S. still has to beat Iran. So, um, well, what screwed it up was Iran. Iran beating Wales made it so that America all of a sudden instead of like we have to beat England, mm-hmm. it turned into this. Oh well, actually, it's we just need to keep this close, and if we beat Iran, we're great. Right, but that's right. What, I don't want to be. I want to end on a positive. I'm gonna give you a winner here because I've been winning. Yeah. U.S. to score two or more goals plus one fifty. Go get it. Mm. Do it. How about if you if- bet on Wales in that game, and their goalkeeper comes out and just kicks the guy right in the head and gets a red card and gets kicked yeah. out? That would right. be a tough one. That would be the equivalent <laughs> of betting on Tampa today. Um, that's bad. all right. So you think the U.S. gets two goals, two plus goals, two or more? Yep. Do it. And I'm sorry, soccer fans. You could you could hate football and go after uh, Mike White or whoever you want. It's fine fine with me. I wish they would play Pulisic as the a pseudo striker, where it's like you basically play the wide prongs, and he's mm-hmm. in the middle, like kind of how Messi gets used sometimes, over mm-hmm. like putting these strikers in there who aren't going to do anything. That would be my yeah. one nitpick. But again, we're just two guys talking about soccer who we don't have the chops. That's all. It's fine. But I just want I want Pulisic in the middle of the field. Do you call him Pulisic or Pulisic? Pulisic. I don't know yeah. what uh what the what our guy Jason Garrett tried to call him the other day, but that was terrible. It was atrocious. Well, what did he say? <laughs> I think he tried to make a joke with Pele and Pulisic and Pele, but he ended up like the he added like four syllables or something. He can't really do anything right. It's not his fault. The problem with Jason Garrett is he's never going to get hired again. So we're just stuck with him on TV. He's just going to torture you. You might have to have him on the podcast. You might have to actually try to get along <laughs> with him. So you, you need to flip the relationship. I can't do it. I met him at Romo's house. I turned my back. <laughs>
I wouldn't even talk to him. I said, this guy, this, this guy shouldn't be retired if it weren't for you. I know. I'm, I'm really, I'm a petulant little baby when it comes down to it. All right. Cuz, congrats on the big win. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to be dead in a couple of days. So House will take over against the Lions, but he'll inherit my six wins. And uh, and we'll see how it goes. All but right. Hang in there, you. buddy. Hang in there. I'll try. This is, I don't this know is how a great, I three different colds in five weeks. It's a great practical joke by your father. I got to give him a heads up. I gotta it's give pretty good. It was his birthday this. present to me. Uh, <laughs> all right. Good job by you. Good job by you, buddy. All right. That's it for the podcast. Thanks to Cousin Sal. Thanks to Kyle Creighton for producing. Don't forget new rewatchables coming on Monday Night Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I also did The White Lotus. Episode five on the Prestige TV podcast that's up. And if you're into the World Cup, please check out our awesome soccer podcasts, which include Stadio, Righty's House, and Counterpress with Flo Lloyd Hughes and Friends, which we just launched. Um, we'll see. Hopefully, Team USA will come through. The next, by Tuesday's pod, we will know what happened in that game. And I'm sure I'll talk to somebody about it. But uh, go USA. Happy birthday, Dad. I will see you on this feed on Tuesday. So